This is Rhema for Today. And then there is another lesson here also for the waiting ones because these folks were waiting all around that pool, the pool of Bethesda. There were five porches. We would call them, I guess, sheds today. Tradition tells us that a rich man had built these around there to shield all of these people from the hot sun. Because, you know, they were halt, withered, maimed, blind, sick, whatever, you know. They were waiting. There are a lot of waiting ones today. Just hoping for some day of help to come. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. And then in a lot of times in, in the area of healing, I, I made mention in some of my classes before, Brother Gordon Lindsay was telling me several years ago, he and some of the Voice of Healing ministers, two of the outstanding ministers, I was in the Voice of Healing, but was there in, in London, England at a worldwide Pentecostal convention. All the Pentecostal denominations of the world were gathered together. Now, all of these Pentecostal denominations, you see, every single one of them believed in divine healing. Divine healing was one of the cardinal truths of their church. Yet in their convention, they made no provision whatsoever to have a healing service or to pray for the sick or anything in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But because Brother Lindsay was there from the voice of healing and two of the outstanding evangelists and because so many people made requests, well, in this Prince Albert Hall in London where 10,000 people were gathered, they finally said, well, so many people have requested, you know, that we have prayer for the sick or have a healing service. And so uh, after the service is dismissed tonight, you see, we're going to ask Brother Lindsay and Brother so-and-so and the other healing evangelists uh, to, to stay and to minister to the sick. Brother Lindsay said when the prayer of dismissal came, we just walked out and went to our hotel. You say, well, wasn't that irreverent? No, no. See, they'd already dismissed the service. By so doing, they're they are saying healing's not very important. It's not a part of the regular service. It's not a part of what God's really doing. See, he's doing spiritual things. He's not concerned about the physical things, you see. So we're tending to the spiritual matters and we'll push it to one side off here in the corner to have a little healing service. I'd be the same way. I'd just walk right out on. In fact, I have walked right out on people. That's the reason folks are not getting healed because you grieve the Spirit of God in such services as that. Prayer should be sacred. Healing should be sacred. The things of God should be sacred. Amen. And not just lightly entered into. Can you say amen? amen. So, uh, in, in one sense of the word, you see, you do see a shadow of, of something here that we encounter today. They thought, you know, they oughtn't to do anything like that on the Sabbath. You oughtn't to heal anybody on the Sabbath day. But Jesus, by healing on the Sabbath day, establishes this fact that it was really healing, divine healing, physical healing, was really an essential part of his spiritual ministry. 
just as important as any other part of his ministry. Now, like I said, many people are still afraid of unduly exalting the importance of the body, forgetting that whenever Jesus Christ touches the body, he makes it sacred and holy. Now, the next great lesson here was reference to the folly of the things that men depend upon for healing. Now, when the Lord undertook to heal this man, notice this, that Jesus paid no attention to any other means. He didn't even pay attention to the angel that come down and trouble the water or the pool. But he spoke a simple word of power. and bade him go forth in the strength of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. There is a lesson here for us. Just look to Jesus alone. Now if God initiates something on his own, well and good. Just let him do it. Somebody said, and I think it's a good thought, that when this man got his eyes off of the pool and onto Jesus, he got healed. I think that's the case a lot of times that people have got their eyes on something else other than the healer, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then there is another lesson here also for the waiting ones because these folks were waiting all around that pool, the pool of Bethesda. There were five porches we would call them, I guess, sheds today. Tradition tells us that a rich man had built these around there to shield all of these people from the hot sun. Because, you know, they were halt, withered, maimed, blind, sick, whatever, you know. They were waiting. There are a lot of waiting ones today. Just hoping for some day of help to come. And they go on hoping right down to the grave. But when Jesus healed him, this man, he dispelled all of his dreamy future and started him on the practical act of decision. So still, even today, hope is oftentimes mistaken for faith. The test of faith is that faith is always present. Present tense would be another way to say it. And takes the blessing now. Where hope looks to the future and is waiting. It either looks to the future or points to the future. Now, a lot of times people will call it faith, but that doesn't make it faith just because you call it faith. You could call a giraffe a donkey, but that wouldn't make him a donkey just because you called him a donkey. And uh, 
people will say, well, I believe that God is going to heal me sometime. That's not faith, that's hope. That's waiting, you see. But faith says, it's mine. I have it now. Glory to God. Faith takes the blessing now. Takes the blessing now. Then another most important lesson is the folly and helplessness of leaning on others. I want you to get that. The man said, Sir, I have no one to put me in the water. Somebody always gets in it. I have no one to help me. Sir, I have no one to put me in. You see, that expresses the languid dependence of hundreds who are expecting healing through the help of others and paralyzing all of their own strength and power of believing. Because they're looking to others or looking to something else or means or someone else's faith or someone else's prayers to do it. Others cannot help us until we firmly believe for ourselves. You see, you can bring blessings to people, but you can't receive it for them. I used two illustrations yesterday in the Bible lesson along that line. And so uh, others can help us to a degree but only to a degree. For instance, down in the state of Texas, I was down in East Texas holding a meeting. There was a lady there. wasn't a member of the church where I was preaching, but the pastor had been visiting her. She's bedfast, bedfast with terminal cancer. She's on her deathbed. Doctors have given up on her. Now, she's saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't misunderstand me. A precious Christian, loves the Lord with all of her heart. And so she asked the pastor, you know, to get me to come to pray for her. Well, I went along with the pastor to pray for her. And I began to talk to her, you see, about believing God. About taking hold of God's healing. Well, no, she said, Brother Hagin, I'm looking for somebody else to do that for me. I thought that you would do it for me. No, I said, I can't do it for you. I'll do it with you. I'll help you do it. You see, healing for the body is in the same plan of God as is the salvation of our spirits, the new birth. Now, now, if somebody's to be saved, uh, are you going to sit around and say, well, I'm going to wait for you to believe for my salvation. I can't believe for your salvation to receive it personally for you. I can believe with you and pray with you and bring you to salvation. Are you following me? Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagen, entitled Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ. You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Honey, uh, November the 28th through the 29th, guess what it's going to be? Cyber sale. Cyber sale, a two-day sale. Starts on Monday at midnight and ends at Tuesday at 11.59. That's Central Standard Time. Yes. 50% off of everything, but this excludes the Legacy Legacy Bible. Bible. Yes. And other books that are not our not yeah. published by Faith Library Publications which that's is our, right. our publication yes. department. So that's you know these are good uh, gifts stocking stuffers for Christmas and so take advantage of well, that. Well a lot of people have gotten a book or a CD yes. and they've loaned it to somebody else and and they haven't gotten it gotten back. It back. So this is a great not. time to replenish your stock if you happen to run that's out. That's no. right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.